Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by Producer Todd. Good evening. And returning from the bowels of hell, Mike Kruger. Welcome to Primetime, bitch. Sorry I haven't been here for a while, but we have slasher movies for tonight, so <laughs> felt like an appropriate return. I look yes. like I just came from the fucking depths of hell. This Arizona fucking sun is killing me. Well, Pug said he needed a break. He had too much Dan. So, <laughs> that's lucky I'm here. I mean, I, I just hope he didn't. He Pugs didn't catch anything from being near him. God, you better you better go get tested. You heard how bad I got when he kept saying we. That shit was not okay. <laughs> we. Well, flesh wound Patreon. Yeah, it, yeah. To know to know what we're talking about, flesh wound. Ah, fucking patreon.com slash flesh wound features starts at just a buck, and you can go uh, check out Dan's escapades in L.A. and his story times that uh, yeah. have and made me just... vomit over the last couple. Of weeks. <laughs> uh, if you look at the comments, it's not just you. Like pretty much every comment on those videos, besides Dan like being happy, are people making vomit emojis and like saying Kruger's yeah, not the only one that. getting sick. So, there's <laughs> a theme, but I get the morbid curiosity. You still want to click it? Oh I mean, no, I yeah, you there. have to. You have I was to. there when he was recording. <laughs> the next one we're gonna have special. Well, not that, not that. But we're gonna the next outing, the normal outing. There will be special guests, so it's going to get wild next time. But uh, Dan doesn't remember; he's not going to be here next time. <laughs> not the next. Yeah, next the next time, time he's there, yeah. probably in August. But we'll see. Uh, but whenever it is, it'll be it'll be big, uh, guys. So programming note tonight: this is the first of three live shows we will be doing. Squared Circle Society pretty much right after this and then pretty much right after that give or take 10 or 15 minutes we will have the hat man collection update so uh so yeah if i make you vomit i'm gonna make you vomit hard tonight because you got to see me three times so what can i oh uh, it's not you it's your actions yeah my I mean, you're not vomiting at, at you alone dan all yeah. right i first of all didn't you i got chewed out first shorts god help me that i wear shorts in california hold on dan it is dan don't don't sneak preview the whole lecture for from our patreon video that will be going back up on patreon anytime yes you know it's wild when we have to yeah <laughs> but that's your fault todd your fault that it got that i didn't weird. tell you bring grown-up clothes because that's not what Whatever. i'm talking about oh, okay anyway. All right, to the movies tonight. Yeah, I know. I don't know. We got movies to talk about tonight. I've already been chewed out. I don't appreciate it. No, that was so. We'll we'll go on. All right, I'll give you. I'll give you a pat on the back for that one. That was fun. All right, so we'll explain. Uh, We'll explain after the synopsis here. But our first movie of the night is the third Saturday in October, part five, from writer-director Jay Burleson. And in this film, it's part five. Unstoppable killer Jackariah Jack Harding is back in town after seven years as he stalks and kills at random before chancing upon a football watch party. The game is on, of course, between longstanding rivals, the Alabama Mobile Seahawks and Tennessee A&M Commonwealth. 
chaos ensues in an increasingly ridiculous fashion with the inventive murders and multiple love triangles. Hearts are broken and appendages are torn. Sounds like Kruger's prom, man. <laughs> I, I actually didn't go to prom, but oh, if I, I didn't was. either, don't feel bad. I actually, I actually, I don't think anyone with... felt bad. He didn't go. Dan. Fuck you, Todd. You make it seem like he didn't get asked. Dan's making it all weird. Didn't say that. I said I didn't go to prom. Well, I we know why you didn't, Dan. But anyways, fuck you, Todd. <laughs> right, what do you think? We <laughs> shit on Dan. Well, Dan. no, no, no. Oh, that's all we shit on. I missed you. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen you in like a whole. God, God. Ah, you missed me. See, I man. know I'm lying too when I say that. Yeah, I <laughs> well, uh, I'm a delight. Before we jump in, though, I think we yeah. need to talk about this concept. Oh, yes, yes. Because there, there's a little bit of confusion. And while the concept is super cool, I don't think it was explained well enough. Because I know we were all told the concept beforehand. I know Kruger knew it. I knew it. But yet, when it came down to watching him, I forgot. Yeah, Kruger forgot. And I don't even think Dan had any recollection of any discussion. It's not so much I forgot, but like I was just like, let me just go in order. <laughs> I understand why, you know, they, they had you do it the other way. Cause it's kind of like, it warms you up for the first movie. It's it's supposed to, you know, recreate that video store experience where you went to the video store, you wanted to get example Friday the 13th, but, but it was checked out. So you had to get one of the sequels. And so you grabbed part five, yeah. that's like the whole gimmick behind it. They know <laughs> this is the better movie. Cause they make a point of like, yeah, you need to watch that one first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I mean, cool concept, and yeah, uh, you know, not new to the genre either. Uh, Dude, bro, Party Massacre Three kind of does the same thing, even though there isn't an actual actual sequels to the movie. It skips straight to three, and it it does that good old horror movie. That, that's the one thing this was missing. I was hoping they were gonna like call back to the other movies. Yeah, uh, thanks, Killing Three, another example of that. Confusing. <laughs> yeah, um, but as far as uh part five i i i enjoyed myself it definitely has that uh, like in the similar vein of dude bro party massacre it's like super fucking cheesy absolutely ridiculous at times the characters can be pretty fucking annoying or just silly and like cartoonish but the gore is good and uh shout out to is it marcus coach or co or uh Gosh. It, Kosh. Uh, shout out to Marcus yeah. Kosh. He did the effects on... I don't know if he did the effects on both of them, but I know for a fact he did them on five. He He's an indie legend. He's been around forever. Oh, yeah. hundred Dude, I'm a huge 100 Tears fan. Yeah. Uh, a fucking uh, American guinea pig blood shock that he did. Uh, mm. That's like... One of, that's literally like my favorite American guinea pig out of all of them. Uh, but as far as this movie, um, you know, simple setup, but it had everything I like. Uh, had some ridiculousness like the slasher that uh villain that seems like he's going to be a serious character i mean there's points in the movie where he's just dancing around and goofy <laughs> shit like that but gore was good uh i would say like the kills like themselves weren't that like there were some throwaway ones like they weren't like terrifier where every single kill is just absolutely insane uh but the stuff that was there was good got some torture stuff too involving some of these toes getting chopped off and the yeah. fact that they didn't just get chopped off all the way they were like he kind of had to like yank the fucking shears to get them off uh that was a nice effect and just looked brutal as hell uh so somebody there's death by pizza in this movie which i'd never <laughs> seen um, so uh yeah I, I had a good time with it now uh I will say 
I kind of do wish that I would have watched them in order because I did like the other movie more, but this was still very close and almost on par with it. Okay. Um, So, yes, I did want to highlight Death by Pizza. I mean, literal Death by Pizza. Death by Pizza. A hot pizza. It was one of the dumbest kills I've ever seen, but I still loved it. Um, And, I mean, this is a total horror comedy here um we get the lester who's like the franklin character in a wheelchair we get uh uh the uh the extended toe and foot torture (laughs) that you mentioned which is actually really cool again kind of played for laughs this takes place in 1994 Hmm. i believe and um Oh, Todd's already got beef. 94, <laughs> I remember well. I moved to Washington State in 94. That was a big year for me. Um, and it kind of opens on this narration about the original film being a Halloween cash-in that's now a cult classic. And this is the fourth sequel from 1994. Um, it's I kind of fucked up, too, and watched slightly out of order i don't know that it matters that much i but. think it, it does like in right re- well when we get to me I'll, I'll, yeah because um, i actually watched the fifth one again just so oh, really? i was yeah i did yeah. that right before our show it's tough to see how, where people will fall on this because it's kind of having fun with it it's almost like yeah the shitty fourth sequel from 1994 <laughs> that, um, that's exactly how dude yeah. dude bro party massacre is like everything that's why everything in the movie is so absolutely ridiculous yeah yeah and sort of the same thing here it worked for me i really laughed and practical effects kills uh there might have been a gunshot or two that may or may not have been i'm not a I could be wrong, but basically all practical effects, uh, which were really nice. There's one involving a football helmet that I thought was really clever. Uh, Lots of highlight kills for the slasher fans out there. Just know, like you said, dude, bro, party massacre. You're you're this does not take anything serious for a moment. That's not to say, though, that there aren't likable uh, characters, PJ, the the uh, girl that's getting uh, that's being ba- with the babysitter. I think both likable characters. Yeah, the little girl. The little girl I thought was awesome, and honestly, yeah. all the all the acting too. Like you know, it is cheesy, but like I think everybody played their part really well, and I could say that about both movies. Like everybody actually like really fit their characters. Yeah, and and the they did their best with the looks. I wasn't like totally sold on. 1994 but they did a better job than a lot because there there are certain oh god well you were older in 94 so you're but we you know we got hyatt video we got an old school video store which i think which had dvds in the background which was bothering the shit out of me just saying they did and i have one thing uh, with the other movie that bugs me in fact i'll have to grab something for it but uh it did it did bother me because they were good about other stuff and then they right in my face i was like okay that was not around then but i'll get to that on the next one but there's a lot you had the love that pj was renting class of newcomb high oh oh my god that my favorite part of the film (laughs) (laughs) i was like they had to ruin it with hoosiers (laughs) yeah it was kind of like uh 
Give me I another know, it's like the joke, something but... there, like <laughs> Brotherhood of Satan or something. They were renting something like that. I don't know. Uh, but this one put a smile on my face. And it should it's... have been a 90s movie. That That's the other thing. I give the pass because it was trauma, mm-hmm. but I mean, you're doing the 90s. Shouldn't one be a 90s movie? Well, I, yeah. I mean, you didn't rent old shit at the movie store? Come I on. did, but I just, you know, if you're going to do, like Hoosiers is so random, there has to be some kind of joke we're not privy to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some football shit in here too that I think probably went over my head. So, I mean, Hoosiers basketball. Never yeah, mind. I was going to say wrong yeah. sport, but <laughs> wrong sport. They're all the same. They're all involved with ball. Um, it's not like it's wrestling or anything. But yeah, I mean, it did its job for me. I mean, I I laughed, and these slasher homage things they don't always work. I've seen some where I'm just like, man, I just wish I was watching. Yeah, the genuine article from the '80s, '90s, whatever you know they're they're doing. Uh, but I would say overall, this one is a winner. Lots of cool kills. It's just you have to be in the mood for goofiness, yep. uh, which it worked for me. So yeah, I, make it an automatic five stars for me, shouldn't it? Well, new from <laughs> high for you for sure. But well, you're gonna say something, Kruger, before I go. Um. I was just going to say, and like we keep referring back to it, but if you did like Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, I could definitely see you enjoying the hell out of this. I will agree to disagree because I love that movie. And another one, Pool Party Massacre. Um, but yeah, this one did not work for me. Well, like, um, And it's not just the 90s stuff. I mean, they just tried to not show stuff, but it's hard to do 90s without music, so I kind of give it a pass. But in general, I was just like, you know, actually, Daily Ghost brought up the the how the killer had no presence at all, and I think that's that was a big thing for me. Like, he... can you explain that though with the fact, like, oh, this is a shitty nineteen ninety four slasher sequel, where you know, not a great year in general for yeah. But I mean, the... yeah, I get what you're going with that. Like, there's well, stuff like Skinner and stuff, but yeah. It... yeah. I mean, Skinner is royalty. How dare you, sir? Well, no, no, I, but it's one of those ninety, those ninety slashers, and I agree. So, like, I don't. This it's a ninety, supposed to be a ninety slasher, but it's done like an eighty slasher. Um, the fact that I felt no nineties nostalgia, it didn't hurt that I literally just started watching Yellow Jackets first three episodes. So that's like oozing nineties. Going into this, where it's like, okay. Yeah, I wanted to like it. I was super excited for it, but yeah, it just didn't connect with me at all. Like, the 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 effects were cool. I will say that, but yeah, I'm I thought Dan was going to eat it up, so I guess I'm the <laughs> I'm the odd man out this one. No, I liked it. it. It's not a classic or anything like that, but I really appreciated the practical effects. I liked the characters. I I got what they're going for. They're not. It wasn't perfect, you know. I but I do feel. If you're looking for a new slasher comedy, it wasn't funny enough for me. That was the other thing. Okay. It, it needed to go. It, it felt too safe. It was kind of like in the middle of it. Wanted to kind of like do a throwback, and it kind of wanted to be outlandishly funny, like a dude bro party massacre. But they never go far enough for it to get that. And I think they either either needed to go because I think if they would have pulled back on one or the other and went full retro, and that like weren't focusing on the humor. I think it would have been a really good film. I think if they did it the other way and went hard on the humor, it could have been something like a uh, pool party massacre, dude, bro. I, uh, I would put dude, bro, party massacre over it. 
pool party massacre. We we watched that a second time, and that was a little bit lower. No, I saw. I saw that was stupid. I, I I know that, but that's going hard the other way and on yeah. a lower budget. But I, agree. I don't know. I agree. Uh, all right. We ready to rate part five? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm a three and a half. I think it does what it intended to do, and I liked it. I thought the kills were there. I thought the foot bit and i laughed at it it's hard because it's going to depend on your specific sense of humor i liked it a lot though um me i'm a three out of five okay so we're not that far off i'm only a two and a half out of five i think you guys are just a little bit more positive about it than me i i don't know i mean it's not a movie that like i can put like at like you know, up against a dude bro party massacre, but right. it's a, but it's something similar tone. It's a similar tone, a familiar feel. And like, you know, I, I can't give it any less than a three because of, you know, the gore and just how much I had fun with it. But I mean, it's not a great movie by any means, but if you like these types of slasher movies, I think uh, there's definitely stuff there for the slasher fan. Yeah. I agree. Yes, yes. All right, so on to part one now. All right, part one. Uh, Sorry if anybody's jumping in and wondering what the hell's going on on that, but hopefully we explained it for you. All right, so from the same writer-director, we get... uh, We get the third Saturday in October. In this one, a lost slasher film from the golden age of the slasher genre, October 1979. Ricky Dean Logan is a man on a mission. Years ago, he lost a child at the hands of a psychopathic killer named Jackariah Harding. When Harding escapes death row, Ricky Dean throws himself into the line of fire to stop him from killing again as Harding preys upon a group of friends gathered to watch a college football game. All right. So, Kruger, what say you? Well, I like this one a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. Personally, I th- I thought that they did a really good job making it seem like a 70s film, uh, like a late 70s. Like, they got the look down. And, like, I've seen people try to do the grainy or whatever you would call the filter that they had over everything. I've seen people try to do that, and it – always looks like shit but they nailed it in this one they you know what other movie they nailed that shit in antrim when they go into the old movie it looks like something yeah it looks like something straight out of the 70s i just i i I love that era of of horror and this was right up my alley lots of callbacks to obviously like halloween and uh you know texas chainsaw massacre there's a little bit in there too uh but i like the backstory of the killer i thought the guy's performance that was the killer was great and I kind of, I kind like for the first time in a while, I wish he would have just kept the mask off, like in the other sequel, because I I think it would have did more for me because that blank stare he had, and you know his head's all burned from the uh, electric chair and the eyeball popping out. I, I thought that just it, he had a menacing look to him, and he was a cool looking killer. Uh, the kills in this one were I thought really good too. There's this one scene in this movie that's really long and drawn out, 
but it just builds a bunch of suspense. And you know this motherfucker is going to come out and, you know, snap this chick's neck. You know it's coming. But just they they draw it out for so long, it got me with the fucking jump scare. And I was just like, ah, you know, I, I was doing my best not to fucking jump at it, but they got me with it. And uh, great chainsaw kill. Um, good hammer kill, too. That was like a callback to Texas Chainsaw. And there was my favorite, probably my favorite shot in the movie uh, there's a scene involving the killer ripping somebody's face off and he's just like sawing at it, sawing at it. And they do like this 360 shot of him. Really, really cool stuff. And as a slasher fan, I like this a lot. The only issue I had with this movie and why I'm not giving it a higher rating, that meow, meow. Shit. Oh, you beat me to it. It was driving me fucking nuts. like I get what you're doing. Because I know old movies used to beat those jokes like a dead horse, but <laughs> come on, bro. Like, you know, uh, let's leave it to about 15 seconds of meows and not fucking a minute and a half, you know? Uh, but five stars. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was good. Um, also, great ending. And uh, overall, I, I, I kind of hope we get more of these. I, I want to know what happens in two and three and four. So I think if we did, we'd have to get part three next just to just, just to fuck around. Just to fuck with us. Yeah. Part well, because if that's the concept, I mean, you're going to rent them when you can. So maybe next time part three's checked. It, you know what I mean? Todd, what yeah. would you do if uh, they fucking did part three in 3D and they're like old school style, gave you some glasses and the DVD or the Blu ray and everything? Well, then I mean, I'd love it. But... Yeah. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Now that's all I want. I want that for this movie, though. Like, like I want more of these sequels. Like, and make four just like the one with the best gore effects, probably the best kills throughout the. Because like Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they they might have been able to pull off a Corey Feldman cameo. Kakaraya uh, goes to hell that nobody likes. <laughs> yeah, right. He just shaves everybody the whole time. <laughs> uh, just full body shave on multiple characters. Um, all right. So, first, the good. And actually, this is very hard to do because, uh, as a lot of you know, in the past, there were a lot of, uh, you know, I made some movies, produced some movies, acted. But there was a lot of stuff I failed to do that I wrote scripts for being period pieces. And then when it came down to, like, actually making that happen, I was like, there's no there's no fucking way I can do this. This did a really good job of capturing a late 70s small town. Vintage cars, yeah. which is also something that I kind of wrote myself into a corner. There was no, I just couldn't procure those. Um, the, there's a vintage Coke machine, the carpet. There, that, a lot of that was actually really, really impressive. I don't know if they just shot it like somebody's grandma's or something. Yeah, dude, the, the, the set <laughs> yeah. designs, man, like awesome. The, the inside of the houses and everything looked straight he, out of the seventies. Yeah, and that is on a on a low budget like this, a really low budget. That's tough. I'd actually be curious to ask the filmmakers how they were able to to do that, or if they just knew somebody, because uh, that was really impressive. You touched on it already. the The meow gimmick, which if you watch this, you'll understand what we mean, was dumb in a bad way to the point where I was just like, "God damn, uh, make it stop going." Yeah, and it, it I'm sure it was intentional, like you said, but it I still it really annoyed me. See, um, I went from it annoyed me to then it became funny again. 
So here's one. It's a little thing that probably the average person wouldn't even notice, but they did such a good job of capturing the, the late 70s feel uh, and look. When one character is sitting in bed, the slutty character with the old man, she has a book called Cosmology of Monsters by Sean Hamill. Good book. It came out about six or seven years ago, maybe. And it looks like a modern book. It just seems like such a fuck up for doing such a good job with the vintage cars and Coke machine and just just everything. Um you know, at, at times, even the characters felt like I could be watching something that might actually. Yeah, I thought you were going to pick something, pick pick out something else. So I'm curious if that's uh, your complaint. Well, that was that was a big one, just because I have okay. that book over there, and it was just like, right. man, you had to know. Even if you just grabbed some random book, it had to click. Hey, that that's a newer book. Maybe there's uh, a special meaning it's in there for someone. The right, I don't know. Could but, it, could, but yeah, out of everything be. that they screwed up, and like the one I'm gonna bitch yeah. about. It's going to be a little different, and I get it. Okay. So. Well, I'm going to just say the part five is much better. This has its moments. It's still tongue-in-cheek, but it plays it a little more straight in comparison yeah. to five. Um, I did not love this. Uh, there's a couple good gore moments. You know, there's the chainsaw. There's, you know, Lou Temple's in this one. He's the only real name in these movies. And, you know, he's, it's always good to see him. Uh, I, I still had fun with it, but I, I kind of recognize this one's not great. Um, there, one thing also, because they did certain things so well, and this was kind of goofy, the execution of Jackariah. Again, you can tell me if I'm being nitpicky here, but I've never, and maybe, and I know, I don't think this was the case in 1979. I've never seen an electric chair execution where you're just sitting in like folding chairs right there without any glass or anything while the person's being executed. The person's allowed to wear a suit that's being executed. There was just a whole lot. There. Okay. I oh. think, you know what I think this, that is honestly, I uh, think that is the way they would have interpreted that situation in the seventies and done it on a budget. Cause people wouldn't know automatically what it would look like, like something like a shocker. And you see the set. I, I don't think that's something back in that time. They would have made sure it nailed perfectly. Because it's not something the average person would know or see. Yeah, I kind of actually like that about the movie. I thought that kind of like, and like the set too. I mean, it was like, you know, probably the cheapest looking thing in the the whole movie. But it had that vintage just charm to it, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's that was my thought on that. I mean, was it was, you know, so the way I think it would have been interpreted back then. Now, the one thing that annoyed me, I know Dan was distracted because there were tits out. But... <laughs> the problem with that was that the tattoos she had were very modern. There was no that the writing down straight down on the side of her. Yeah. Back then, a girl like her wouldn't have had those kind of tattoos. That was when girls had like, you know, it was like the like a flower on your ankle. Yeah, if that. I mean, in the 70s, there was no, you were not gonna have writing tattoos like that. Or I think even want to say one was uh I can't tell what, what character it was, like not like character, like as in uh uh, foreign language character. You guys nitpicky as fuck about these period pieces, man. Uh, I, that's I, my only thing that jumped out on this one. Like that, it, just like the tattoos. When it's she looked the, modern. When it's the girl that's willing to get naked, though, 
Like, oh, that's that why I said one that you kind of on a low budget movie. It's like, all right, I guess we'll just have to leave the tattoos in. No, no, I, uh, I'm just saying that. Yeah, that like, yeah, it's like, God damn. It. Other than that, though, like, put those titties away now. <laughs> well, no, honestly, all it would take is a stick of like that body makeup straight down. It would have been gone. I think you would have seen. It would have looked better than the, the fucking. I don't want to. Stay. I know there were these directors are going to be like these fucking pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm trying to. Make, I did my uh, fucking. I got vintage cars. I got fucking vintage <laughs> sets, and these fucking assholes are bitching about the goddamn tattoo. He knows that tattoo gimmick was an issue. <laughs> I'm writing something right now, and I'd love to know how they got the vintage cars and everything. Kudos. Yeah. Just I see it. The book thing might be some particular meaning. Maybe they know the author, Sean Hamill. It's a good book, but it was just right there in my face, and I was like, "Oh, you were doing so good." <laughs> like, I don't know, little thing. That's a little thing, but uh, part five is much better in my opinion than this. This is just okay for me. But I think if you would have watched it the opposite way, it might have done you better because it really serves as a prequel. So you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah I, I mean, I, honestly, like, I'll say this. I don't think if I if I w- just watched part five and then didn't already see part one, I feel like the killer in part five would have annoyed me way more with, you know, some of his antics. And okay. I would have wanted him to play more straight. But because I got, you know, there's no laugh, like, I, there's no, like, comedy with his character at all in the, the first one. Which makes um, sense if you're doing the yeah. progression of horror, because by the time you did the fifth one, you know, it's yeah. you got that well, it's humor like, injected. It's it's like Freddy, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, Freddy in one is straight. Freddy in two is pretty goddamn straight, too. And then, like, and then three, have- he, it kind of warms up a little bit. And then by four, we're just straight in goofiness. Yeah. yeah I we're going to see Jack in- or I kill someone with the... With the <laughs> I remember, I remember being... I remember being in the the theater watching the Freddy Claw shark fin come up. I was like, "All right, well, this yeah. is fun." Yeah, he puts on the didn't bother. Yeah. yeah, totally different. It was still awesome, but whatever. I now I can't force like low, yeah. low. Well, I, like for for me, if I, like I like them all. Like six, I just like the absolute like dumbness of it. But Same. that, but like five, I don't know. Five's hard. I don't like Alice in general, which is why four is like. I like a lot about four, but Alice, yeah. So five, it's like the Alice show, and one well, four kind of finishes finishes up the Dream Warriors story. But see, I'd rather that. not have that because then they were they just brought him back to kill them all off. Yeah, but I'm I'm fi- I'm fine with seeing their end. I just wanted to make sure that Freddie got all those moments. Okay, well, they, if you look at it that way, you're good. <laughs> um, but 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 back to this, like I I honestly like really think slasher fans especially if you like those old school like you know late 70s early 80s slashers i think you're going to really appreciate what these guys did here and if nothing there's so uh, like i said a couple of really really awesome just shots of the killer doing killer shit and some great kills that chainsaw kill man i i was like super super fucking giddy about it just because it looks so good like uh you don't you don't get a lot of low budget good looking chainsaw kills and that was definitely one of them i i wonder if marcus uh what what is it again marcus Koch. Koch. um i wonder if he did the effects on uh this one too because i that wouldn't surprise me like even the look at the killer with the prosthetic on his eye and the burnt flesh on his uh head looked really good so I'll have to look into that, but yeah, I want more. 
uh, give me two, three, and four, and uh, let's go all the – I mean, as long as you guys could keep putting them out, man, I, and there's, like, an interest for them, I'm, I'm down for more sequels to this franchise for sure. Because I think uh, not enough newer slashers, and this is a newer slasher, even though it's trying to be an older slasher, uh, not enough newer slashers get, like, more than one sequel. So I'm glad I'm glad that we're getting some stuff where I can see a you know some a future in the franchise. Absolutely, absolutely, and I will definitely be in for whatever the follow up is. So yeah, yeah I, I'm definitely down to see more. I mean, had has this director done anything else? I'm curious. Yeah, uh, these uh, real quick before that Kruger. Um, <laughs> this is on VOD now. What? I saw his other movie. <laughs> what is it? He also directed, uh, which we've already had a flesh wound special guest of this film. He also directed The yeah. Nobodies. <laughs> I, Full yeah. circle, Dan. I was, I was, I was getting there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we did have cast on from The Nobodies. Uh, some nudist friends of mine that, uh, yeah. There were some brains on the show that got it. That was backstage, at least. I think Pugs yeah. was the only one who got it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you go check out her interview with the Nobodies. Um, yeah. in the Bill archive. and LaDonna. Yes, nice Bill Pacer and LaDonna Allison, who's been in movies with Ben Stiller. Lots of stuff. Uh, yeah, good people. Um, the movie I can't forget. <laughs> I don't even remember the movie. I mean, just the whole interview. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, wait, we didn't rate it yet. Sorry. Yes. No, we did not rate Uh, the first one. Yes. I forgot what I was going to say. So yeah, let's go ahead and rate it. Um, for me, two and a half on this one. Um, for me, I'm a three and a half. I could have went four if it didn't have all that meow shit though. (laughs) Yeah, that was rough. I, I like this one a little better. I'm a three. So. Okay. And like I only had that one nitpicky thing, like, and that's just me noticing like that tattoo doesn't make sense for that time period. I still bitch about Jessica Beale and Chainsaw 2003 because, but anyway, <laughs> I'm surprised you wouldn't just let that one go for Jessica. Yeah, she's a very beautiful woman, but she does not look like she belongs in any part of the 70s. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it, draw, it drew me out of the film. Okay. I, I mean, I've let that go at this point, but. I get that. I get that. All right. So, guys, we will be back with Squared Circle Society here in about 20 minutes. Nine o'clock, I believe. Uh, ben says the posters were cool as fuck, too. They they are nice posters. They were. And also live, Squared Circle Society. And live, Hatman update. I'm surrounded by movies and books and what have you. Uh, remember right. patreon.com. We're going to do the horror box, finally. Yes, horror pack. Todd will <laughs> open that at the beginning. So we did not get to that in LA. We were very busy doing. I know, and I got it early too. We should have just done it. But Dan was being a little bitch like he always does every time horror pack I comes just up. Every fucking time. I'm just going to start asking Kruger to do them. Uh, every time he's a bitch. Every time. That's fucked up, Todd. But we will have it at the top of the show. (laughs) We will have it at the top of the show for Hatman. So come hang out with us. Thank you guys for watching, listening. 
and also streamxpw.com for you wrestling fans. Uh, if you missed the last show, California 2, uh, it was wild. We've already done some shows on it. Uh, if you haven't seen those, go back, join in on the fun, and we will talk to you guys soon. See you in about 20 minutes. Good night. Good evening. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or same, same difference. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Yes. Yeah, we got two more shows. Thank <laughs> you.